Welcome to the Fantasy Hotline, where we talk about your wildest fantasies. Elves, dragons, gnomes, weird systems of money, (laughs) chosen ones, and more. We're your hosts. I'm Claire. And I'm Chris. Does anyone notice anything a little different about me? I I do. (laughs) (laughs) No more glaring nodes. Yeah, my nodes were, um, they were so big that everyone (laughs) could see them. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was so gross. Bulging nodes. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Actually, my doctor said they were very small. Oh, so you were and the ripped surgery, off. The surgery went well. Yeah, heck yeah. And Claire was on vocal rest. Yeah, I couldn't talk for 12 days. I couldn't do it. It was really hard. Um, I, you know, want to say, like, I learned a lot about myself, but... Didn't... I, uh, I mean... Did you... How'd you communicate with people? I had a whiteboard. Okay. I had that little app that we debuted last episode. Right. Oh, yeah. Which kind of worked, but... I tripped over my huge pussy. Yeah, yeah, I tripped. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I tripped over my huge, huge pussy. pussy. Yeah, yeah I kind of wanted funny. us to say it together. Yeah, that was good. Um, we haven't been practicing. No, 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 we haven't. Not for hours and hours. Um, yeah, it was more stressful to be home with my parents because my mom would not stop asking me multifaceted questions that did not have yes or no answers while oh, she was wow. not looking at me uh-huh. and so i'd have to i'd like halfway finish writing the answer to one and then she'd have three more questions She's fired like, off why are you not responding <laughs> yeah, i don't know that if was that's like, what your mom sounds like no but that's okay uh, um that yeah that would be stressful yeah so i ended up going home to my apartment after Earlier. like five days and being like i am so much more How at did peace you, you just sent going home and they were like trying to ask you things and you just were like i was in the car i was like I really um, understood the versatility of the thumbs up gesture. Oh, yeah. That can be aggressive, too. Yeah, I went to the lake, and one guy was like, how's the water? As he was biking by, and I just was like, thumbs up, silent smile. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, what happened? She was terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, That's cool. Did you, uh, did you, like, what did it feel like if you tried to talk? You know, in the beginning... You also can't cough or laugh or clear your throat. Whoa. And you have to go on this diet with no spicy, no caffeine, no tomato. No. So I was kind of just like in a daze of not like I love coffee. I drink so much coffee every day. I feel like I understand coffee and and spicy. Tomato has a lot of acid in it. Oh, And no citrus. So Uh that was the part that really sucked. Because those are all the things I like. Because you had like scars down in your throat. <laughs> in my throat. In your yeah, throat. I don't was, know what accent that was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's know kind of like. I was allowed to do it. To me, it was medieval, mm. like 45 year old Polish Southsider from Chicago. Oh, but cool. But like holding an axe or something. On your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. And you're like, I just, I'm looking for pot sticker house. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I felt like <laughs> when I went to my post op appointment, yeah. uh, I was like, does my voice sound different? That was the first time I talked. It sounds normal. Yeah, the guy, my doctor is like, um, yeah, a lot of people think that, but you sound exactly the same. Yeah, you I do. I just haven't heard your own voice. For if there's anything weeks. that can prove it, it's this right here. Yeah. What we're doing, we have records. It's the ultimate test, yeah. Mm-hmm, of what your voice sounded like before and after. We should give it to your doctor. He could sponsor this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by Dr. Dr. Brandon Baird. Well, I was going with B noises, honestly. That Yeah, that works. And I did find out from my physical therapist that he trained under the guy that did Adele. So I feel Whoa. like 
I lucked out. You're kind of famous now. Yeah, I mean, watch out. I might start <laughs> unprompted, start singing Rolling in the Deep. <laughs> um, but I will say what I did a lot of on vocal arrest was reading. And after I read Tagarung, which is our book that mm-hmm. we are discussing today, by Chris's Brian, pick. By Brian Jakes. Brian Jokes. And mm-hmm. I read, I went and like, I tore through like four more because I was addicted. You just did a bunch more Brian Jakes? I, could, I did which, Muriel of Redwall. Whoa. The Bellmaker. Okay. And one of the newer ones, The Sable Queen. I was on, I did some traveling, so the tra- mm. so, it was, so my reading wasn't as much. I started, I read this one book called Son of the Storm. Ooh. Um, which started off so Oh no, was it bad? It just, the world was so cool that he built, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like it, like, it, like he explored a whole lot. Of, like, it was just like, and it's the same here and the same here. Mm. And it was like, we get it. There's like a big empire that reaches mm-hmm. everywhere and is able to spread its culture in ways, but it was just kind of, I don't know, it just got repetitive. Yeah. And then I started like kind of cracking open his like use of, of, uh, I just don't know. It just wasn't very creative writing it just got so boring after a while it was such a good idea and i liked the characters but then they didn't i liked them at first and then Mm. i was like well this guy hasn't even grown at all they like yeah i don't know do you feel like it's a a laziness thing with when a writer has something like that where it's like um everywhere is the same (laughs) you know like oh i have this empire in a whole world but literally everything the same i think it was so cool. It was so different. It was like, it's written by a guy who's Nigerian. Oh, cool. So everything was like, instead of being like very European, mm-hmm. everything was very African, like mm-hmm. sub-Saharan African. And um, it just had like really cool, like it, way different than anything I've really read. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of opened my world to that whole like subgenre of fantasy. There's tons of African fantasy writers and I'm, I want to write, I want to read other ones so I can find a fucking good one uh well we are because (laughs) my last book pick is kind of in that category oh yeah that's right so we'll be able to circle back hell yeah yeah i just was it was so promising but yeah i hate when that happens did Mm. did you finish it or did you oh yeah i had to i had to finish it it's i honestly kind of realized too late too (laughs) you're like like, wait a minute i haven't been liking this book at all Yeah, 70 more pages i realized it was like only 70 left and i was like god fuck i feel like it's been starting the whole time it is book one it's book one though Mm. so I think I might read book two in the okay. hopes that you're a masochist. Well, in the hopes that maybe, you know, one of my favorite book series, Red Rising, Pierce Brown, the <laughs> first book <laughs> Sorry, was so I... much worse than the rest. And oh, he got, really? He's like grown as a writer. Like the, by the most recent one, he's just like so much. He's, yeah. He's way better. That's so fascinating. I felt like I, I really loved, I had the opposite with the Aragon books. Mm. Like I loved the first one. Yeah. And then by the third, I was like, this is a poor man's Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Like yeah. every fantasy trope is showing up in a really boring way. Mm-hmm. And this is why I can tell you're like a 23 year old when yeah, you wrote this I know. or something. Those books were so cool when I was little. And they tried to make a movie out of it that tanked. Oh yeah. Tanked hard. It was very Lord of the Ringsy. Like the bad guys were wearing hood. They were like literally ring wraiths. Like it yeah. was, yeah. And it was like, oh, there's one dragon egg left, mm-hmm. and then at the end, he's like, I have to go live in a tower far. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I need. I'm, honestly, you mentioned. I kind of want to reread them. Mm, I I tried to listen to it on tape once too, and the voice they gave for the dragon like was just as bad as in the movie. That I was like, just ru- make them sound normal. That can ruin a, a book. Yeah. Like totally. I've heard really good things about Brandon Sanderson's light 
Harbinger series or something. It's like an epic. Familiar. It's super long, but mm-hmm. the guy who reads it is just like, and then there Ugh. were it were it did the same, and here is this character's voice, and here's a different character, and guess what? This is also <laughs> their voice. <laughs> and just like, Very boring. Oh yeah, but anyway. That was the opposite with the book that I that we just read. Yes. I listened to it on Book on Tape, too. You're addicted to Book on Tape. I do. It's kind of what I... It's just bike around or honestly play play like play like FIFA and listen to a book on tape. It's a great day. I would do that with um, the Tamora Pierce books in the beginning of the pandemic when I was working, mm-hmm. which was... That, that was like my bread and butter as a child. Oh, yeah. Tamora Pierce, like horse girl origin story, I think, basically. I, I feel like a lot of people did go back and do that all that stuff that nostalgia that you like i went back and played yeah. rome total war oh and like God. all those total war games <laughs> yeah. which were games i played in like fifth grade and i played i logged so many hours on those i really i remember i can't remember if it wasn't total war because i feel like it was more a civil civilization or something but there's some shortcut where you could get uh corvettes with machine guns on top Oh, that's not total war. No, definitely not total war. But anyway, I would build my civilization up and try. I would be like 12 years old and be like, come on, do it, do this the right way. Like, yeah. don't get the Corvettes don't this time, Corvettes Claire. And then I'd just be like, I gotta get them. There is a similar <laughs> one in Total War where you can do a cheat to get Oliphants, like from Lord oh, of the Rings. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and then you're, the game's over. Yeah, you, you destroy everybody. You basically have a nuclear weapon. <laughs> no one else has a four-story elephant. No, and yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, should we talk? Yeah. Should we talk Tagarong? Yeah, we should. Okay. Yeah, we read it. You know, we might as well talk about it. Well, do you want to give your pitch of the summary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Heck First. yeah. Um, so, uh, an otter is stolen from his family in a most tragic and brutal way uh, and raised outside of the, I mean, it, I don't know what the, raised outside of the norm of what his species would normally be raised. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a lot of flipping of, never mind, that's not really. Uh, Wait, I got, you just inspired me. Huh? I was going to say, Brian Jacques plays with his moral universe. Yeah, he does. As an otter is raised by vermin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you said it. So that's what I was trying to, you succinctly rap. Good job. You have, you could be a voiceover Hire me. (laughs) Hire me. (laughs) So yeah, it's about a guy who's raised by vermin, but he comes from the non-vermin part of the world. And um, uh, he's trying to solve the mystery of who he is. While meanwhile, a uh, his sister who he was separated at birth is, is a uh, trying to solve the mystery of where she's from, kind of like where she lives. Like there's a little mystery of Redwall that she's getting dragged along on her character development is like who will lead the she's trying to figure out who's gonna lead the redwall yeah, Red abbey. abbey and oh could it be her no not <laughs> me not me uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then and uh I've, and then yeah hijinks ensue hijinks, hijinks <laughs> ensue i feel like they're oh, and then you know of course we get like the classic vermin backstory mm-hmm. that is happening mm-hmm. there's at least always three plots yeah the, these three plots were mira uh, Tagarung and um, Grim Grim uh, Groovin Grimbalo. Oh, no, no, oh, <laughs> Nimbalo. Nimbalo. <laughs> Nimbalo the Slayer. Yeah, I love him. Oh, he's so funny. And he's Gomp with more syllables, kind of. Oh yeah, he literally was just he's just like little feisty Gomp. Yeah. And then yeah. oh yeah, and then Groovin was the third. Pathetic loser Groovin. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of felt bad for him, but he's also just like such a coward and. Yeah. He killed. A I know. Okay, so I felt like this was a book where 
It starts off action-packed right off the bat. And it was sad. You get this beautiful vignette of a baby otter just being born mm-hmm. and his dad's like, oh, I got to take him down to the water. And yeah. he, he's got to swim. And the mom's like, are you sure, honey? Don't mm-hmm. go. And he's like, I'll be back in like 10. I love you. Yeah. And of course, this is when the van of vermin show up, murder him. Because they're looking the for the tagarung, which some witch fox, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of those. There's a lot of witch foxes. Mm-hmm. She predicts that the tagarung will come from the Redwall Abbey. Yes. And it's kind of fun because you get to a little worldly perspective of how Redwall is perceived Mm -hmm. at this point because we're pretty late in in the overall series of all the Redwall books. Like this book is one of the last like seven or something that Mm -hmm. Brian Jacques ever wrote. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but I feel like it's close to that. And so at this point, he has like a history of Redwall. And so all the vermin are like, we are so scared of Redwall. Yeah, that place like, has kicked our ass a bunch. They've yeah. defeated all these villains. And he like name drops Clooney. And they're, so they're like, we got to get this baby and go. And meanwhile, Redwall consistently understaffed mm-hmm. when it comes to defenders. Oh, yeah. Oh, how funny was, what's his name? The the hare. Uh, oh, my gosh. What is the hare's name this oh time? Oh, my gosh. He was so funny. He was singing songs like in the... In the narration. Oh, is that really he, good? Oh my God. So funny. <laughs> He's and then, smiling. Grizz is smiling like uh, a little baby. He right was now. hilarious. And then he would say, he would always end a sentence with what, 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 what? <laughs> and I feel like the narrator, like, I was like, is it written? Is he saying what this many times? Or is the, no. narr- is the narrator just taking complete artistic license and adding in a couple extra what's? Like, yo, he was so funny. And then um, the. Was it, ba- it wasn't Basil. No, no. Oh, darn it. So. Yeah, I read it. I read it, and then read a book in between, which is a, was, was was a problem, but it couldn't stop. Definitely, no, we won't be reading that book I read in between in the future for this podcast. <laughs> We're all trying our best. Yeah, I feel sorry. I feel bad for. He's a comic. Oh, Burab the Fool. Oh yeah, Burab, who's, um, and then what's the Badger Badger Mom? Craiga. Craiga the Badger Mom. I wrote. In all caps in my notes, Craiga, mm. my heart, sweet Craiga. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was a, she was the, like a cute old blind lady, basically, but, but, but was a warrior. Yes, if you are queen. if you are like fans of Redwall, which if you're if you're not like literally why are you listening to this mm-hmm. podcast? Uh, she has previous appearances where she defeats Damug the something something, and she has blood wrath so badly her eyes are always red even when she's like completely normal. Yeah, hell yeah. Like eating breakfast, she looks like she could kill like a hundred vermin. Terrifying. The badgers are just like huge cave trolls that they just basically keep around. yeah magic giants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Craiga badger Craiga badger mom so cute and mira are like buddies and yeah. basically mira is being groomed to be the next let's use a different word that's a bad groom's term. not we yeah. can't we just well, groom, pass on. yeah yeah okay yeah you're right it's not but she is she's being groomed for success mm-hmm. in a non-christelia way yeah 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 there you go okay <laughs> we yeah. just have to say this is because it's a comedy podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> he's yeah tainted he's the, in the, the waters in the, not a, a bunch of a bunch of hymns out there yeah 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 damn it um yeah she's being trained and yes. and uh rear no reared's also bad well her, well okay i think it, so but once we get the the kidnapping over with essentially mm-hmm. we see we have like a couple more chapters of everyone being sad and yeah. kind of the setup of what's going to happen mm-hmm. with sonny rath who is our main villain at least in the beginning he's yep. the guy who orchestrates dana's kidnapping but then the book jumps 15 years ahead yeah or question mm-hmm. when he says seasons 
is that i think it's i think years, it's years right? yeah yeah like 15 they just pick a like winters you know what i mean yeah like, okay yeah agreed yeah. I, I overthought it a little bit so yeah we cut to dana being grown and he's like a badass warrior but the mm-hmm. catch is he's never killed anybody Yes, and so Sonny Rath is like, I need to force him to kill. To kill, and, mm-hmm. and he doesn't twist. And then JK. what? And then what happens? He run away. He run. <laughs> he run away. <laughs> he run away. Still working on um, my sentences. Yeah, she's she's new to talking, you guys. I am. These are new nodes. Um, <laughs> no, there are no, no nodes. There are no nodes, so it's hard. Um, I don't know how the body works. You're doing great. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I was taking ra- feedback very well. I, I was raised by Varman. Um, <laughs> sorry, mom. Uh, but yeah, so he runs away, and he, you know, he's like good. He's like, despite being raised by all these like shits and bad people he's a good person yeah and so it's kind of like going back to what i said earlier about brian jock's moral universe Mm -hmm. essentially it's like despite he's a when it comes to nature versus nurture he's fully nature nature. yeah yeah so he he's running away and he's at the there's kind of a little sneak peek at how badass he is as a tracker so obviously he's going to be hard to he's like the ultimate warrior yeah he like kills people with their own well he doesn't kill people he like just beats them the heck up with his tail which is hilarious i love that i feel like it was really fun element to just be like yeah his tail's always like knocking people mm-hmm. the fuck out just going across the realm beating people up with his ass yeah it's a good guy so he refuses to kill this fox and then escapes mm-hmm. and then we get like the vermin intrigue yep yep the vermin intrigue is that Groovin is Gro- like go ahead no no sorry no 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 no, no, no we no, have a no, midwestern no. standoff Uh-oh. here oh no you oh no oh Oh, 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 no, oh, no, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so Groovin thinks he should be the next leader because his mom's been like whispering that in his ear the whole time. And then, so, oh, and Sony goes and chase. Sony's killed. Yeah, so Sony goes to chase Tagarung and then gets killed by Groovin's mom and Tigra, which yeah. is a great name. Great name. And he's so good at names. He's so he's so good at names. Like yeah. so- Juskarath, yeah. the name of Sonny's tribe sounds oh, yeah. so scary. And the Juska. That's just like what they call all these like land pirates, basically. Um, so yeah, Sony's killed, and then there's a vacuum left, uh, and the, but the whole tribe basically abandons their like land and where they usually like rove to just go after the Tagarung. Yeah, they, they so so Groovin goes after the Tagarung. Through Which, like political machinations from his mom with like a bunch of the like the cool bad guys, yeah. like the most dangerous killers mm-hmm. of the tribe to track him. So well, he, and and the to backtrack a little bit, a Tagarung is like the chosen oh, yeah. warrior of the Juska. And everyone thought it would be a vermin, but it ends up being this otter that Sony kidnapped and um, He's a birthmark on his paw. That means he's the Tagarung. But the catch is everyone wants to kill him because if you kill the Tagarung, then you become the Tagarung. Yeah, so it's a little interesting because it's like, was Sony's dad, who was the last Tagarung, like how did he become the Tagarung? Yeah. Like if you can kill the Tagarung and then become the next Tagarung, what happens when someone's born with the birthmark? You know, Yeah, I don't know. We, we'll never know. It was kind of just left out. And that it was little, like, all right. Yeah, so they go after Tag, and he he's, he doesn't know his real name. He knows his name is Tag, and he's having these really cryptic dreams the whole time. Of guess who? Martin the Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Always showing up to give almost good advice. Mm-hmm, almost almost good Jesus-like advice. And then, um, yeah, they he 
they're traveling. He's trying to get to, he doesn't know where he's trying to go. He, at this point, he's just running away. And he's randomly like, I want to go to the mountain. I was like, wait, does he go to Salamandistron in I this book? I because don't know. I, because I don't remember that happening from when I read it. And he doesn't. He mm-hmm. just like needs to go far away where he needs to get to Redwall in the nick of time, basically. And he picks up some buddies along the way. Which the main one is is uh, Nimbalo the Slayer. The Slayer, I who's think, like a little field mouse with severe PTSD from his abusive father, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I thought was like a little bit more like realistic, I suppose, in yeah. terms of who his characters are. He can be grim. Yeah, this was a very grim mm-hmm. book. At one point, Nimbalo and Tag are with the shrews mm-hmm. who practice ritual shrew sacrifice. Yep, they which give they, them to the the fishy snake. The fishy snake, big eel. Yeah, and then they're also killed by Groovin and collapses their home on them. Yeah, he causes a landslide yep. and murders them. And they're eating. There's a really gory scene. I wish I like wrote this down, but they're eating raspberries or whatever fruit like among the dead bodies yeah. of the shrews. Yeah. It's wild. It's brutal. If it was like people, this book would be rated R. But yeah. because it's cute little furry first forest creatures, it's for it's, ten year olds. <laughs> yeah, it's for preteens. Um, so yeah, that he and then they end up making friends with like these hedgehogs who are kind of like rough and tumble forest hedgehogs, and they're cool. And, and they just go on this journey. And Groovin's outed as a coward several times. Groovin ultimate ultimately is just on full loser behavior the yeah. whole book. He cannot operate in any other realm. He's constantly lying. He's trying to be big, a, a cooler person than he is. He's Everyone in his little band knows it. They all make fun of him. Mm-hmm. And those guys, they I love how he does this where he he just takes like three plots and then it's like <laughs> he just keeps adding more plots. It's like, "Oh, these vermin, well, they're going to split up." Yeah. And then um Yeah. So so basically, they all end up approaching Redwall. Redwall. Yeah, everyone's kind of coalescing on Redwall. I, okay, before we get into like the second chunk of the book, mm-hmm. I wanted to say that about, you know, there's like, I, I just wanted three paragraphs maybe on what Dana, aka Tag, mm-hmm. felt while he was growing up. Because yeah. it's like he leaves the Jessica Wrath and then he meets these voles that help him. And he's like, yeah, I just was living with these guys, but something just didn't add up. So I left. Yeah. And it's like, so what were you doing? Like, were you growing up? Why don't you have any fatherly affection for the creature None. that raised you? Yeah. You already know they're so terrible and bad. So what? why were you even staying? Yeah. So I just wanted to know a little bit more about his relationship with Sawney. Re- and the reread, I felt like that was something, I would say it's still a good story, but to me that was missing. I wanted more insight into who he is, which is obviously something that Brian Jex doesn't like to necessarily do. Mm-hmm. And you get like a smidgen about what his life was like in the tribe when they have the one survivor when they fight, or the one person who didn't escape when they fight Groovin and his little friends after they kill all the shrews, yeah. whose name was Rawback. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Rawback's like, yeah, we never got, like you learned that Tag was essentially kept secluded from everyone in yeah. a tent and never really exposed to them. Yeah, he was kind of this like spoiled brat and he kind of accepted that he was spoiled, but I think he enjoyed being away from all of it because he didn't have to do any of the, like, the nasty stuff that anybody, he was yeah. like doted upon. Yeah, he it was. It sounds like, and yeah, but it sounds like he kind of. And might, it's, I just it, wanted like something to be like, you know, Tag realized as he grew older that he was not an, like not a vermin. He's an otter, like something terrible must have happened. You know, like yeah. I, there was just none of that. Yeah. And I, I felt like that would have made the book even better yeah. for me. The moment of clarity was yeah. the, the moment he decided to run away just seemed like it had less to do with the fact that 
he knew that something was wrong with the circumstance of his whole childhood. Yeah. Rather, it was, oh, I don't want to kill anybody. I know. And I was kind of thinking, why wouldn't you go find some otters, bro? Yeah. Like he was fine with everything unless until they made him kill someone. Yeah. Like how long would have he, he would have stayed. Yeah. It kind of shows he, he did kind of adopt the vermin like morals just so yeah. long as they didn't make him do any of the nasty stuff. Yeah. He like averted his eyes or like was shielded from it or yeah, something. Plenty of people were killed in front of, he was like that fox that, that Sony wanted him to kill. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, I, you kill him. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't care if he's killed, but I'm not going to do it. He was very passive. And yeah. so I'd like to know, I wanted to have like the moral complexity of the character struggling to understand that he didn't fit in, rejecting it. Mm-hmm. And then like, why yeah. essentially he kind of just could do no wrong he was written in a very like he's he a was majorly bit... the hero with yes no, with no flaws to confront yeah even though they were there i know and ultimately this book still made me cry three times i know <laughs> so yeah they get through all the forests and make it and have to several ambushes to escape and extra little side quests and stuff mm-hmm. like that and they finally get to Redwall, and Redwall's like under siege. Yeah, so from three vermin who are pretending to be more than three vermin. Yes, so when Groovin's little group splits up, the Valug Bow Beast yeah. also like such it's a good a great name. name, and, and he's the guy who actually killed his father. Yes, he's the one who killed Dana's, um, Dana's real flag. Yeah, and yeah. then the other guy's name. How, how do they say it in the book? Um, or when you were listening to it on tape? Who's the other guy? Ethira. Oh, oh, I think. Uh, darn it. I don't know. I don't remember. I just thought it was a really cool name. Yeah. Afira. So they, they tried to kidnap some Dibbins. Oh, the But then the Dibbins escape them with Mira saves them. And is Dibbins just the word for children? Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. So cute. Is that a British word? No. Poppet. My dad called me Poppet when I was little. That's adorable. I know. Thank you. (laughs) Poppet. (laughs) Yeah. I freaking, that's. Uh, but if if you if, if it is my Dibbins Claire, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Dibbins was like Brian Jock being like, what's like almost as good as Poppet? Yeah, but like can be used in mass. Yeah, I wonder if there's some British people that are like Dibbins is a word we all use. <laughs> he stole it. Yeah, I do. I did love the Dibbins like in this book especially like the little mole baby named like dirt or something mm-hmm. I, that, that's not his name but oh there was another side side characters the um the squirrels oh yeah uh flo- floor or something Fwirl. Fwirl. f-w-i-r-l yeah Fwirl. and um the guy with the stutter who who loved to sing yeah oh my gosh what was his name well we're killing it as a podcast team right now well it's, it's like, my bad no i should have i should have done better with the outline it's okay. I am thinking of other squirrel names because mm-hmm. I read so many so Red Bull books yeah. after. I'm like, Lady Ruth Amber. Brush. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Nope, nope. That Mm-mm. was Mariel. Oh, that was Bellmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with a B. It's okay. It's okay. He had a stutter. and Listeners, uh, forgive us. Yes, sorry. Please just scream it out at home. Um, yeah. Yeah, so then they all have this big confrontation at uh, Redwall Abbey. Yes. All, all the forces combined and... Which and is like what he loves to. He's like everyone's gonna get to Redwall. Yeah, and but so that was kind of how that guy, the guy with the stutter, Fwirl gets beat nearly to death by, or like what? she doesn't Fwirl almost die? No, they shoot her with an arrow. Oh yeah, they shoot her with an arrow. It's like wait, they beat up Fwirl. No, no, yeah, no. Fwirl's like on her deathbed, 
and her lover boy, who's like one of the assistant chefs, I think. Yeah. He's like mad and sees Tag poking around the outside and he it's basically uh, kidnaps Tag, takes Tag as, as prisoner, surprises him. Yes. So basically in classic... Classic jocks fashion. Every, you're like on the edge of your seat. You're like, oh, they gotta get to Redwall. Yeah. And they're worried about vermin. So when they see Tag, who has all these tattoos and like vermin accoutrement. The earrings and bandanas yeah. and land pirate outfit. Yes. Yeah. They um, decide to kidnap him. Mm-hmm. And also Martin the warrior has continued to show up to Tag in his dreams and yeah. being like, you need to go to Redwall. And he has this like, this was, I'm actually getting emotional bringing it back up. Mm. But in the opening of the book, they have a, you know, he is sung, a song is sang to him by his mom. Yeah. And so in the dreams of Martin the Warrior, he starts to see his mom's face and hear the song right. again. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. So that's why he ends up, you know, he's at Red yeah. Ball too. So then he gets kidnapped while Grim, or uh, while Nimbalo. Nimbalo. I would keep on calling him Grim Waldo or something. <laughs> Um, which is who knows what even that is. Grim Waldo. Grim Waldo. Yeah, that's like a. It's like it's very serious. Where's Waldo? Yeah. Grim Waldo. I was like also thinking Wario. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Grim Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> it's their other. Pro- it's their cousin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't even like him. No, uh, no, he's not in none of the games. Yeah, like Mario and Wario don't like that guy. So anyway, Nimbalo also gets kidnapped simultaneously by the bad guys because mm-hmm. they. He's a mouse, so they think he's a red waller. Yes, and they want to ransom him. So Nimbalo is held ransom at the gate, and they release Tag, finally realizing who he is. Cause Which, oh, Sister Mariette? No, okay, so I looked her up because I thought it was such an interesting name. Sister Alkanet. Alkanet, So she's yeah. basically the wet blanket. Yeah. She kind of is doubting Krega when she wants Mira to be the abbess. She's there just to kind of... She's like dunking on everyone all the time. Uh, Burab makes fun of her all the time. Yes. And I, I looked up her name because I thought it was an interesting word. And it's the common name for several related plants in the Borage family. Of course. I was like, maybe her name means something about her character. Nope. Borage family. Nope. <laughs> no idea the, what the hell it just is. Just the Borage family. Yeah. As in, I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm a scientist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so... She, she, I wrote Alknet. Why so mean? We never yeah. know. Yeah, she's just kind of a, who knows? She's kind of a BITC. She's kind of a sourpuss. Yeah, she she's a sourpuss. So, but she ends up kind of coming to the rescue and letting Tag go. No, she says, we'll have to take it to the council. Oh, and then yeah. the fucking squirrel, I can only remember his boss's name, which was like Friar Boggle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Friar Boggle's young, stuttering squirrel free is like go you need yeah. to go we've save your friend yeah go save your friend and he basically just charges the vermin and decimates them all yes. but takes an almost mortal wound yeah and so also the heartbreaking part before that is so nimbalo you know he's kidnapped but of course he's not going to lie still mm-hmm. and he escapes from them because mm-hmm. they're like oh we're going to kill this red waller if you don't and craig is like i'm going to stand up and address them mm-hmm. like don't oh, worry yeah. i'm going to get this and yeah. so nimbalo grabs his father's axe mm-hmm. from Rawback, I think. Yeah, who who killed his father. Who killed his father. Maybe it wasn't Rawback. Rawback, Bagrat, I don't know. Because yeah. he recognizes his father's axe, and as he's grabbing it, he accidentally hits Valig Bobis. Bow. Um, bow yeah. and the arrow kills Krega. Yeah, yeah. Slowly, she's she gets struck, and it's a mortal wound. But but she doesn't die right away. Yeah, and then tag explodes out the gate. Yeah, yeah. And then tag explodes out the gate. 
just ruins everybody except Groovin, who's a little bitch and yeah. and runs. Groovin runs away classic. Tag gets hit by an arrow in the heart. Mm-hmm. And then, so Tag's basically dead. And then there's kind of another like in-between time. Yes, where yes. Where Groovin's heading back to the Jusca lands and Tag is taken back to like an otter healer. Nucky Barge or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. She's so funny. And then, um, what's his name? He's in... Um, Rucky Garge. Yeah, Rucky Garge brings her back, brings him back to life. And uh, Groovin, meanwhile, is spinning a tale about how he killed the Tagarung to a, like, other Jusca chief. Who's, who's a, taken over. Mm-hmm, who's his, a fox who's basically absorbed Sony's clan mm-hmm. into his already big clan. It's like a merger. It's like when a little startup gets bought by, like, mm-hmm. PayPal or Venmo, and yeah. you can't just, like, mess around yeah. anymore, and so, you don't get free lunch yeah. or something. So their little startup, <laughs> yeah, po- Postmates, became a part of Uber Eats Jessica. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> and this is for all you business heads out there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can wrap your mind around it if we put it this way for you. <laughs> so, yeah, basically... Um, the, yeah, so he that, shows up, things are, he thinks he's going to c- create this lie that, oh yeah, I killed Tag. And become the Tagaron, yeah. I did feel like this part was a little drawn out. Yeah, I know. It took like three chapters of him just being like, I'm a big loser. Yeah, and they come check out where the body is. Oh, the head's here. Oh, never mind. And then they end up, why do they end up going back to Redwall? Because he, oh my God, I can't remember why. Like it really didn't stick out to me, which kind of, I think the purpose of this was that, so we got to s- one, we had to wait, like the suspense of what happened to Tag as a reader. Mm-hmm. And two, he wanted to show like who Tag could become or something mm-hmm. like that. So they get to Redwall and... Tag's already been healed and returned to his mom and sister. Other and point when I cried. I cried, yeah. They did this whole like running down the road, open-armed, give me a hug yeah. type thing. Well, okay, so I cried then. I cried when... um. He goes out to save Nimbalo. I also cried when Thalorn, his mom, like, is like, I look, what? I just saw the face of, like, my husband run by. Oh, yeah. Cried then. Yeah. And she's like, Mira, it's your brother. Mm-hmm. Just kind of kept crying. Maybe it's because I couldn't talk. <laughs> it's just, like, silently sobbing. Of, hadn't like, eaten that much. Uh, hadn't had any of your favorite foods. No spicy, no tomato. No, no coffee. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm so tired. No spicy, no lemon. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly no that. No tomato. <laughs> That's so funny. No spicy tomato. No spicy tomato for me. Um. So yeah, they have this big reunion scene. It's so beautiful. It is. Yeah, I cried too. Yeah. I cried. I feel like we were both texting each other like, are you, are oh you crying? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then. I'm literally just wiped away a little tear. <laughs> yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> They yeah. have this big showdown, though. So Tag basically becomes the warrior of Redwall. He's taken Martin the Warrior's sword for himself, and he's and everyone's not objecting to that because they've needed a warrior to present themselves at times yes. of need. Yes. And then at time of need, it presents itself when a huge army of Juska show up, l- led by this fox who's like way more cunning than he's than cool. Sony ever was. He's yeah. kind of like mild tempered, like. Yeah, we can absorb your company. Yes, exactly. He's, he's, he's a he's a private equity villain. Yeah, he's got steepled fingers, and he's lo- yeah. he's looking over them, being like, hmm. So then, through Groovin's like twisted web of lies, Rogan Bohr essentially gets to become the Tagarung. Yeah, by killing Groovin. Tag is like 
there's no tiger on here and he has all his tattoos and his birthmark removed by, by the, the otter healer. Yeah. So Groovin's like, yeah, I'm right. I am the Tagarung. And then Ruggenbor just was like, yeah. and his head is gone. Yeah. And then out of no, and then Burab saves the day because he knows the cry for like an army of hares that's just waiting for you to go, Tally Hare! From, like, <laughs> from the Burab, 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 whatever what they do. What is it? Eulalia. Yeah. Eulalia. I think I also cried at this point. I was just. <laughs> you were no, crying. I was like, yeah. this is the payoff. It's great. Yeah. And then a big old badger comes with an army of hares who are so badass. Yes. I love We them. should read. Um, What's that book with the Watership Down? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I've never, I saw that. the freaky cartoon and got scared. Yeah, that's a crazy book. It's okay, really yeah. good. I remember reading that when I was in like middle school. I feel like every English book, I'm like, wait, is that about World War One? Basically, <laughs> Is that yeah. an allegory for World War I? <laughs> I think <laughs> every badger is just a nuclear weapon. Damn. <laughs> Consistently across yeah. English-British canon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Rosano the Wise shows up and saves the day and yeah. makes all the vermin crawl away. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, he does. And then everybody lives happily ever after and there's a big old feast. V- vegetarian feast at the end. Again, we don't know where the milk comes from. We don't yeah. need to know. We Who's will never know. Who is getting milked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big conspiracy. That is the question. Yeah. Brian Jakes, wait, I, you died with that secret. You yeah. took that one to your grave. Who's the milk? Who is getting milk? Just, just <laughs> that's our <laughs> podcast new tagline. Yeah, Redwall Fantasy Hotline. Who is He's getting the, milk? Yeah, I mean, maybe we should do an episode where we explore where milk comes from and like different. In Redwall, yeah. yeah. Oh, and every single. I was one. just gonna say like milk and fantasy. <laughs> what does it mean? Oh my god, who's getting, really getting into milked it here. and why? I like that. Um, but yeah, so it was a great book. I, it I was really so liked good. It. I thought I, I almost wanted to like afterwards. I was like, I think I want to get like a tagarung tattoo. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> lame. But would you get like this little birthmark? Maybe I'll get the birthmark, or maybe I'll get the um, like the. He's the, drawing the, something incredibly complicated. The da- like the dagger or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Sony Rath's dagger. That would be. Cool. It's on but the it's cover. Evil. Yeah, yeah. It's evil, Chris. So <laughs> Whoa. So am I. Okay. Things are getting a little twisted in the studio today. <laughs> Betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Intrigue. Um, next week there'll be like a different host and it'll be like, Hi, I'm Claire. <laughs> I'm Claire. <laughs> <laughs> the vocal nodes eat in. I'm totally the same person. Yeah, I'm the same person. Chris is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is one of my favorite Redwall books. Me too. And it was really good. And like anything about it that I would criticize, I feel like just immediately I was like, I can forget give because it was just so well paced i want to read lord Brocktree because it's oh got a badger as like the main character i need to hear from a badger lord Brocktree, i think is one of my favorites yeah and i reread um mariel of redwall mm-hmm. and as well as the bellmaker and the bellmakers i liked mariel I, but bellmaker was really good i remember bellmaker when i was little too That's, um, i mean i'm gonna buy a bunch more audible credits and get go down yeah um, okay, should should we talk about our next our next book? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go for it. I don't. I'm gonna just. I don't, no, I haven't even really heard about. It. I've seen the covers. Yeah. Everyone, it's very like classic '90s fantasy. Yes. Stuff. Well, this is technically. I think this is '80s. Yeah, 1988. Yeah. And so this is essentially there's three books with a couple of novellas in them about these two characters, Tarma and Kethry, who are like. What's it called again? Oath. Oath bound. God, yeah, it's Oathbound. But there's also Oathblood and Oathbreakers. And Mercedes Lackey is like, I read so much of her stuff when I was a kid. I mean, it was like 
talking horses that have magic powers and when you bond with them you are like pure and can go do service for the realm i was like i will do anything to okay. go to this into i would this like book. to be bound to a book of mercedes lackey All she right. also has a wild name it's a great name buy more credits all right i'm in it's a little like you know second wave feminist but it's fun and i so when we originally talked about the podcast, I immediately thought about this because there's a specific short story in this collection that is has a one scene that's incredibly violent. Mm-hmm. And I like reread it a couple of times be like, wait, what? what? Wait, yeah. what's Mercedes. happening? Like, so she really doesn't hold back on like the gore. Oh, okay. Um, in, in a couple areas. And it's also like, like I don't want to say it's like a horny book, but there's like random sex stuff in there too. So that. it's like- You love to see it. It's fun. And I think when- she doesn't have her heroines like hold back like mm-hmm. Brian Jocks, like, you know, oh, yeah. I can't kill him. They're like, no, slit his throat mm-hmm. right now. Hell yeah. Um, cool. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun. It's a fun world. So I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about Me it. Too. Oh, are we going to play Kill Fuck Me? Wait, we decided yeah, no bestiality. Yeah, but they're, let's imagine that they're all handsome men. <laughs> okay. Or no boost. Are we doing no bestiality? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's let's just still let's still do it. Kill. Foral's clearly hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Dana's probably got some hot. Like, he's he would, yeah. yeah he's, he'd be played by like um like oh God like Ryan Gosling or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like uh Chris Evans. Oh oh yes. Or <laughs> with the other Chris Thor Chris. Oh yeah, Chris Hemsworth. He'd be a Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. 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 He's one hot, and then yeah, Foral would be like. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, I always, Joe, she's like the only Joe Hansen. Yeah, okay. She's like the only actress I know. I'm like, yeah, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, probably. <laughs> uh, and, and then like, uh, let's see here, who else? Mira is like nice and wholesome. Um, what about like Brie Larson? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, Brie Larson's a great choice. Yeah, I, I want to like Brie Larson. You know who could be Floral would also be Zazie Beetz. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because she's like cool, yeah. action oriented, and like like way deceivingly fast and great at fighting and stuff like yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah. see that. Yeah, so I mean, Mary Foral. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck tag because that's a lot of baggage. Yeah. You, you just kind of want to be like he's probably a great one night stand and then But he'd fall in love with you. Oh yeah, but then you'd have to be like listen. It's not serious. Buddy, I can't take on all of your emotional stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. Your dad was killed in front of you, but like I can't. You don't remember that anyway. So I don't, whatever. I don't have what it takes to rub your back see i love a project night. oh okay on mary tag <laughs> <laughs> we're going to couples counseling okay um martin the warrior is the therapist yeah oh hell yeah he just sends us each prophetic dreams and then it's like oh i love you and i think i'd fuck nimbalo the slayer <laughs> <laughs> because he's the slayer yeah right? he's about to slay you he, yeah he is yeah all right um i'm, I'm in on nimbalo the guy's got big dick energy all right yeah he does he's like a tiny little tiny little mouse see for me that's the thing like i would i would i guess i would also fuck him mm-hmm. i don't know but i could not marry him because he's got issues mm. they both have severe childhood issues ultimately. oh yeah that's true okay i've only chosen fuck two people <laughs> <laughs> no Mar- mary Forrell. oh yeah mary Forrell. And she's then, just you know she'd be my knight in shining armor and then i would kill sister alkanet because god she's she needs to kill. chill i would kill groovin oh yeah yeah just because yeah. It would be satisfying. Yeah, he seems like a chinless bitch, and I want to hit him in the head. Yeah, he's a big loser. Loser mm-hmm. behavior. That's my word for the summer. If you um, see anyone doing something lame, 
Loser. Call them loser. Say they're exhibiting loser behavior. I was thinking that today. I think I got like cut off by like a minivan and I was just like fucking loser. Loser behavior. And I was like, wow, that hurts. Like if, if he had heard me call him a loser, like that would really hurt his feelings probably. I almost got cut off by a truck on Milwaukee the other day and usually I am immediately filled with rage and like scream something like fuck you and I just said, Love it. hey man. <laughs> <laughs> his window was open. He looked at me and was like, oh, sorry. Hey man. Hey, man. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? What just happened to I, me? Yeah. Uh, well, hell yeah. We This whole, are we, do you, how do you feel? I feel good. I'm so happy to be back. Me too. We're in the Lincoln Lodge with our wonderful producer, Christine. Mm-hmm. We love being at the Lincoln Lodge. The Lincoln Lodge is probably like the hottest new club in Chicago right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I would say. It's a fun, it's been a fun hang. I mean, I have shows uh, and I try to end up at the Lincoln Lodge at the end of the night because it's just. The it's bar, always a good time. Yeah. The bar looks like um, your grandfather's basement. Mm-hmm. Cool grandfather's yeah. basement. Yeah. Your grandfather who like has a great liquor cabinet's basement. And like when he dies, your grandma's like, oh, wait, he kept all his guns at the bank because mm-hmm. I said you shouldn't have guns in the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're talking about my grandpa. He had bank, <laughs> he had bank guns. He had bank guns. Yeah. Oh, um, and he builds a, a, tr- a, a car that can only go on railroad tracks. Now we're talking what? about my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a personal train? Yeah, a nutcase. <laughs> Amazing. Well, see us next week um, with Grandpa Cast. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa Cast. No, but we'll be reading Oathbound. And yes. Yeah, we're excited. Read along with us. Um, it's like, I think it's like $4 to get a paperback copy if you don't mm-hmm. want to wait for the library. Um, yeah. Anyway, bye. Bye.